Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to today's episode of Midweek Mind Candy. We are very glad that you decided to come and join us today. Sit back, relax, turn on that part of your brain that receives new information and and help us today sit with this word we're going to talk about and see how it plays out in your life. My name is Stacey Johnston. I'm honored and humbled to be here with you and equally as honored to sit alongside my co-host, Kathy Holland. How are you today, Kathy? I am doing fabulous. It is a beautiful day, and I, you know, I'm i grateful to be alive. How are you? You know, the same. Always intrigued by these conversations. I just get kind of, I don't know, I get to this little giddy piece of excitement when we're going to have these conversations because I really love the difference, the conversation it brings around, the transparency that comes out when you really dive into these words. And it really helps me focus on how I communicate with other people how I talk to them, the importance of understanding that, that we're understanding the same thing, we're looking at the same concept. What does it do for you? I think it, you know, and I think I've said it before, that it really just hits home the fact that communication is key. But if you're not open to other people's different interpretations and definitions of words, then you're going to have a real hard time communicating. Hmm. Hmm. I like that. It does make it difficult. All right, well, let's get this conversation underway. We are honored to bring back with us a guest that was kind enough to join us on our Uncaked Heroes podcast, so I feel like we're talking to an old friend. And uh, I love the fact that she's joined us again. So, ladies and gentlemen, may we please introduce Miss Sarah K. Ramsey. How are you today? So happy to be here, ladies. And yes, it totally feels uh, like old friends meeting. So, so thankful to be here. Uh, we're glad to have you. So, what intrigued you about doing this show? You had an option. We told I, you what it was about, and you said absolutely. How come? Oh, when I first met you, Stacey, we talked about this, and it was um, we had so many words align. I think we both uh, talked about integrity quite a bit, and uh, it's so important uh, for us to remember the words that matter. You know, funny Facebook reels are great, TikTok videos are funny, you know, but when we get back to language and what matters and our values and uh, putting words to it. I actually did an exercise this morning from a a book, um, someone else in Texas actually, and they're from Austin, and they asked me to do a value system and list out my top five values and one of the through through a list of words and my husband and I I was like I picked your values you pick mine and see which see if we got it right how well we know each other and just putting words and purpose it's kind of like putting a bullseye to your life okay you, you know where you're going you're not just wandering around figuring it out you have a clear direction mm. I like that. I like that. Well, we are awful glad you came to engage in this conversation with us. It's, it's so intriguing. Like I said, from the beginning, we, we kind of had a common ground on, on some of our beliefs and some of the words and some of the things that stood out to us. So I'm excited about this. Today we're going to talk about the word grace. And when you hear the word grace, Sarah, define grace for us. What is that about for you? I think grace for me um, it's so important to have grace for yourself, to be able to have grace with others. And one of my pet peeves is when people say, I'm great at giving advice, 
but I don't take my own advice. And whether that be I'm great at telling you to take care of yourself, but I don't take care of myself, or I'm great at giving you grace and forgiveness, but I don't give myself grace and forgiveness um, or kindness or kind words or just a, you know, it's going to be okay. (laughs) I just think there's such integrity in um, treating yourself well and treating others well. Beautiful. I like that concept, Kathy. You run a business called Guided by Grace. Give us your concept of grace. You know, I <laughs> I have a thing on my refrigerator that says, I give grace because I so desperately need it. Mm-hmm. Nobody is perfect, right? Including me. And if I can't give myself enough grace to realize that I'm not perfect and that I'm human, then, you know, it, it's almost not genuine for me to give other people grace. Mm. Because if I'm not willing to practice what I preach, just like she said, right, you practice what you preach, if I'm not willing to practice what I preach, why would they do it? Well, and I think people can pick up on that, right? If you're super hard on yourself and then maybe you have an employee and they watch you work every day and you're very hard on yourself and then you say, oh, yeah, you messed up. It's okay. We're all human. There's a, that feels dishonest because they know when you mess up how hard you are. Um, and think about parenting. Mm-hmm. If my kids see me beat myself up every time I make a mistake, they're going to be more conscious about making mistakes and, and feel like something's wrong, when in reality that's how we grow up. And when we grow up, we still make mistakes, right? And so I, I love, I love uh, your concept on that too and, and saying um, I'm, it's important for me to give grace because I so desperately need it. And it's so important to give ourselves grace so the people around us can see it. Absolutely. Beautiful. Beautiful. You know, when I look at the word grace, um, again, for me, what I try to do really is take these words inside. Right? There's, a, there's, there's that common understanding of grace and that, that what we all think of grace. And then I take these words and I put them inside. And, and what is grace about inside for me? And I think for me, grace is the final step in forgiveness. Right? I mean, there's, there's accepting an apology. There's, there's agreeing to disagree. There's forgiveness. And then there's grace. And grace is what we all want, right? We want that place in our life when, when someone bigger than us, that grand overall design, can say, what's him? Right? What, what indiscretion? And we seek grace for our soul for our salvation, for, for that next thing. <clears throat> and so knowing that we all seek that, it, it's a challenge for me, and maybe not a challenge is a right word, but a, um, a hope for me that I can give that grace, like, like just like Cassie said, I give grace because I so desperately need it. And that's what we all want is that place of grace. And in, I think in, in forgiveness, until you can get to that place of grace, then you still carry it. And as long as you still carry it, it still has power. 
and it still owns a place in your heart. And so for forgiveness, I think to finish that, you have to find grace. I think for me, grace is the final step in that. I have a saying at my house that says, um, everyone makes mistakes, even grown-ups. And that's what I tell my kids all the time. And I think we were all probably raised in a household, because that's how parenting was more so then, of like, okay, grown-ups never make mistakes, kids do. So it's really hard to forgive ourselves if we think we're never allowed to do anything wrong or make mistakes. And my parents certainly didn't tell me when they made a mistake, right? <laughs> they were probably just right. like, yeah, whatever. Um, and and <laughs> so modeling that forgiveness, um, I just think it's so hard. I, I think we can get out of balance either way. I, I do know some people who are quick to forgive themselves and hesitant to forgive others. And then some people who are hesitant to forgive themselves and quick to forgive others. Um, and I think, I think the grace and beauty is in being able to do both. Mm, beautiful. Beautiful. How about you, Cassie? Where does that all take you? <clears throat> I was just thinking about my, <laughs> my kids. I am not really good at sugarcoating things, right? I'm not really good at painting a pretty picture. I pretty much just, we just talk about it how it is, <laughs> right? And we, we have talked about the fact multiple times that nobody is born perfect at everything, right? Practice makes perfect. You have to learn if you want to get good, right? And you know, everybody makes mistakes, but there's a lesson in failing forward. Mm. And, you know, there, there's always a lesson, and that lesson, the lesson that you take from that failure is the grace that you're giving yourself to say, it's cool because I learned A, B, and C, you know, let's move on from here. So I think it's very important, you know, and I tell my kids, and this might be slightly controversial, but I tell my kids all the time, I would rather you say shit than can't any day. <laughs> right? <laughs> I love because, it. Yes, you can. Whatever it is, yes, you can. You just got to work at it. And the grace that you give yourself to go, oh, well, that sucked. Let's do it again, you know? And learn, take what mm-hmm. you learn from it. That that's the grace in the whole situation. Hmm. I like it. Okay, so let's take grace in a little bit different direction. Okay, when you when you walk into a room and your the room is is filled with energy from lots of people, I find myself had this conversation multiple times on on how do you how do you navigate a room like that? What are you drawn to, right? Some people are drawn to the group that's laughing. Some people are drawn to the group that's in deep conversation. Some people are drawn uh, to the group over here that, that's got a different energy. And I find myself drawn to grace. Maybe it's for my training as a dancer. Um, I think sometimes grace can become an outward attribute, a, a physical appearance. I think somebody that's 
filled with grace emulates that. It's part of their character and their integrity. And I find myself drawn to, to grace in a room versus, versus other things. What's your take on, on your draw to that? Do you see it as a physical attribute? Do you see it as an outward character? Sarah. I was thinking um, that my uh, great-grandmother was actually named Grace, and it was always a joke. I I did not have a background as a dancer, and so no one said outwardly I was graceful (laughs) growing up. I I certainly would joke and say, come on, Grace, whenever I would trip or something like that. So I – it was interesting as you were talking about it being an outward, you know, outward attribute um, that I, I'll be honest. Sometimes I think people who appear very graceful, they, they make me nervous because that, that feels like such a difficult characteristic for me to embody. You know, I'm, I'm kind of the funny one or the friendly one. Um, so if I had to be the graceful one, oh, That'd be tough. Uh, so maybe uh, I'm challenged by them in a good way, right? Um, it's something, an attribute I, uh, it's, it's like high on the pedestal, right? It's like, I don't know if I could ever get there, but it's certainly beautiful when people are graceful and filled with grace. How about you, Cassie? I like that. Cassie, how about you? That mute button. <laughs> I, so I think grace is, an, is a physical. So again, right, growing up in a dance studio, growing up as a dancer, my my image of grace, right, was always, you know, point shoes and the the, the balance and how you carry yourself and your extension, right, how you walk into a room, how you present yourself. It's graceful, mm-hmm. right? But seeing seeing the you know, the old man at the church that doesn't have any grandkids but brings candy to church anyway for all the other mm. kids, that's great. Amen. Amen. I think so. that's how it shows up as kind. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so what, Cassie, finish your students? No, that was it. I was just saying, so that is, that's what I think just a physical representation of, of grace would be. Mm, beautiful. Beautiful reference to grace. I, I totally agree. So let's turn this yet again on another table and let's go as a parent. Kathy, as a parent, Sarah, you as well as, as a parent and, and these people that are growing up under your tutelage and they're seeing how you respond to the world. What's the best way that you can model that grace and kindness? and verb that word to the people watching. Sarah? By failing forward. You know, like I, like I said, the, the beauty is in the lesson, 
right? So letting my kids see that even as an adult, I stumble, I fall, but I get back up. I learn something from the situation and move on is a better lesson for them than I think a lot of things because it's just proof that, you know, no matter how old you are, no matter what happens, everybody is human and you have to just give yourself the grace to move on. And I how think about you? How do you verb that word? Yeah, uh, honestly, um, I think about learning to give grace with siblings. I have kids uh, getting close to the middle school age or in middle school, and that is not a time of grace, right? Um, <laughs> both uh, in knowing how to give our friends grace um, as they all figure things out. Uh, so I completely agree in sailing forward. I love that term. Uh, and then I also, gosh, teaching kids how to have grace with other kids in such an awkward time of life and um, often kind of a mean time of life, right? There's a, there's a lot of hurt that usually happens in middle school and going into high school and, and teaching kids to have grace with the humans around them. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love it. I know that I could keep having this conversation all day. Um, and, Kathy, I'm going to ask you, if you will, in a moment to share a story with us about being guided by grace. All right? I, there, I like to call some of those moments God winks. Right? Those moments when you just kind of, when you're asking your questions and you're seeking that grace and then it just comes to you in that moment of aha. And uh, it happens in so many different ways but it happened very physically for Cassie, so I would like for you to share your story with us about your letter. Um, I have had a, have a wonderful time. I love this conversation. Sarah, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for being a part of our show and being willing to come back and, and share your concept of grace with us. I'm so grateful to you for your time. I would like to leave our audience with just a thought today. Um, sit with this word for a minute. Sit with this word grace and, and really think about what it means to you. How does it play out into your character and integrity? How is it a part of your legacy? Do you need it? Do you receive it? Just sit with it for a minute and see how grace sits with you. Kathy, how would you like to leave our audience today with the word grace right after that story? Well, so... I'm sure I'm not the only married person that has come home, kids are young, you know, stuff everywhere, frustrated. Anyway, I was having one of those days. And my husband said, why don't you go get some dinner? Just, you know, go, go get some dinner. And I was having a real, real struggle with, with, with my peace, right, my, my inner peace. So I went to town, and it was raining. And I pulled into the parking lot to get some chicken, and there was a bunch of people in the drive-thru, so I decided I would just park and go inside. 
and it had been raining for a couple of hours. And I parked my car, and I sat there for a minute, and I opened the door and looked down beside my car, and there was a letter, a note. And it was completely dry, and I picked it up, and on it was eight Bible verses about peace. Wow. I have it in a frame still. (laughs) (laughs) And in those verses, talked a lot about grace. Beautiful. That was Thank my start of being guided by grace. <laughs> Beautiful. I, I love that story. It just, it's cool. I've seen the letter in the frame. Beautiful. Sarah, we would be honored if you would take the stage with us and close out our show. How would you like to leave our audience today with grace? Yeah, I was having a conversation with a another mother today, and she talked about even the, the standards of parenting that have changed. Uh, you know, used to, we were joking about times that our parents were late picking us up. And that was pretty normal. You know, you didn't have a cell phone. You didn't have, so if it took longer to, you know, check out at the grocery store, you just checked out at the grocery store. And they were late getting your kids. And now, quite honestly, you would have, like, the police calls, right? Like, <laughs> if you didn't come get your kids, it would be, it's a it's a world and you know obviously we want to get our kids on time for school and that kind of thing and care for them just the point was things that in the past we didn't think our parents were terrible for that that was just yeah you couldn't do you couldn't be two places at once it wasn't a big deal um and now kind of as the world has changed and our expectations for ourselves and time and being constantly online and constantly available have changed um we probably need to even have a little more grace, right? Because the expectations have gotten sharper and stronger. And so just to really forgive yourself for something, you know, um, there was a time in the world of gladiators where people were truly like going into a ring with lions. And it is just some terrible things that have happened in human history and just kind of thinking, okay, is it going to matter in 10 years? Probably not. And uh, if it doesn't matter in 10 years, maybe give yourself a little extra grace today that it doesn't uh, have to matter today. 